Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. A quick announcement. If you haven't tried my app already, give it a try. It's called Keep the Glow. It's available in both the App Store and the Google Play Store. This app is designed to help you fall back in love and stay in love. It's a great way to open up lines of communication, to express your needs, to talk about the things you don't like in the marriage. It's gonna center around your love buckets. We all have a love bucket, and we need certain fillers that fill up our love bucket, and we don't want the drainers that drain down our love bucket. So this app, Keep the Glow, will train you on how to become an irresistible partner. And that is accomplished by maximizing your partner's fillers while you reduce and eliminate the drainers. So if you wanna have a great relationship, if you wanna fall back in love, if you wanna stay in love, check out my app, Keep the Glow, wherever you get your apps. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. And you can start with two weeks free to check it out and see what you think. Today I'm gonna talk about four steps to better conflict resolution. Conflict is part and parcel to long-term relationships. We all have conflict. Some couples don't have any conflict, but that's a problem because they avoid their issues. Other couples, they escalate and just have horrible fights all the time, and that's also a problem because that creates a lot of damage to the relationship. So this is something we're not taught to do well. We're not taught on how to have effective conflict resolution in our relationships. We're not taught how to do it. So when something does happen where our feelings are hurt, our need isn't met, we feel disrespected, whatever, we're not quite sure how to handle that. Do we stuff it down? Do we get antagonistic? Do we blow up? That's what we tend to do. And none of those things are constructive. And so today I'm gonna focus in on how to bring up a complaint. How do we express ourselves when there's a pattern of behavior your partner's been doing that hurts your feelings or where your need isn't being met? What do you do? How do you bring that stuff up? Because I don't want you to stuff it and I don't want you to blow up either. So I'm gonna teach you the first half of the Reunite tool. The Reunite tool is one of my tools that I highly recommend for conflict resolution and for resentments. And I'll also add a link to it in the show notes, the Reunite tool. So today I'm gonna go through the first half of the Reunite tool. And these are called the complainer steps. So this is the person who has the complaint. This is the person who has a resentment that they need to address. When I see couples in my practice, we start here. I have couples make a list of all the categories of resentment and then I teach them the reunite tool and then we walk through the resentments one at a time. By the way, the reunite tool is not easy. It's one of the more, if not the most complicated of all my tools, but it's for a reason. It keeps the conversation highly structured so that it stays emotionally safe. So if you're the person who wants to bring up a complaint, what's your goal? Your goal is you want your partner to listen well, you want them to empathize, you want them to own their part, you want them to apologize, you want them to make amends. Guess what? If you do it this way, you'll get that, especially if they're following the last half of the Reunite tool because that's what it requires. So what I'm gonna teach you is front-loaded. This conflict resolution tip 
takes some effort. It takes some thought. It takes some impulse control. But if you wanna get a good resolution, if you wanna get good feedback, a good response from your partner, it's in your best interest to approach conflicts and resentments and complaints in the way I'm about ready to teach you. So a lot of us don't wanna go through the work and we just blast out with our, our complaint and then our partner gets defensive and we don't get what we want. So this approach is longer, it's more difficult, but you're gonna get more of what you want in response. So first step is you're gonna compliment your partner on the very thing you wanna complain about. So you're gonna compliment their progress. So zoom out and think about over the last six to 12 months, how have they improved in the very area you wanna complain about? Look for anything, any slight shifts. Maybe they're more receptive to your feedback. Maybe they've made some behavioral adjustments. How have they improved in the very area you want to complain about? That's very important because a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So that's step number one. You compliment them on how they've improved in the very area you wanna complain about. Number two, this is where you're gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Most of the time, our partner's hurtful behavior is more about mindlessness than malice. So this is where you're gonna uncover the origins of their hurtful behavior. What's made them this way? What's contributed to them having this behavior? The first way to look at this is their upbringing. What did they go through in their past that may have contributed to their hurtful behavior? What was that? You may know, you may not know. You're just kind of, you're making an educated guess here. So you're gonna throw it out there. I just want to acknowledge that I know in your home growing up, you experienced X, Y, and Z, and it would make sense that in, that influenced you to be like A, B, and C. So you're just commenting on how their upbringing may have influenced their hurtful behavior they have toward you. And then ask them, is that correct? Did you go through anything else growing up that may have influenced that behavior? The next part of number two is you're gonna look at their circumstances. So when they have this hurtful behavior toward you, do you notice any connection with what they're going through in their circumstances? For example, when their work stress goes up, do they do this hurtful behavior more often? Or when they're isolated and they're feeling lonely, do they do this hurtful behavior more often? What things do they go through in their life, their circumstances that influences their hurtful behavior? And likewise, you can ask them about this as well. You say what you think it might be and acknowledge it, then ask them, is there anything else that you go through in your life that may influence you to have this behavior? That's number two. Number three is you're gonna look at your part and your past. So the first step here, number three, is what do you do that may influence them to treat you in that hurtful way? This doesn't mean it's your fault, but there's a high chance you contribute to it. You probably do something that influences them to behave in a way that hurts you. What's your part? You wanna acknowledge, such as this. I just wanna acknowledge that I know that I do X, Y, and Z, and that would make it even easier with how you respond in response to me with doing A, B, and C, or X, Y, and Z. So you're just acknowledging how you're contributing to their hurtful behavior to you. And ask them about this. What else do I do that contributes to your behavior? 
ask them because you may not know what you do. You may not know that you behave in a certain way that influences their hurtful behavior to you. The next part of number three is your past. So when your partner is having this hurtful behavior, what does that remind you in your past? Usually it rubs up against one or two things. The first thing it could rub up against is a value you had growing up. Maybe you were raised with a certain value in your home. You were treated in a certain way. That was like a family value. And when your partner does this hurtful behavior, it violates that value from your past. So that's why it's so hurtful. Or maybe it stirs up a wound from your past. Maybe you were hurt growing up. So when your partner treats you in a certain way, it's sticking a finger into that wound from your past. So your reaction is stronger. So again, this is not saying either that your partner's not doing anything wrong and that's all your fault because of your past. It's not saying that. But what it is saying is that I'm bringing a sensitivity to this topic because of either a value in my past that's getting violated or a wound in my past that's getting activated. So one of those two things might be contributing to your reaction to your partner's hurtful behavior. So you just want to acknowledge it. You just want to put it out there. So those three steps are critical before you get to the complaint, which is coming up next. Because if you don't say those three things, that's where your partner is going to go when they want to defend themselves. But think about what you've just done. You've complimented their progress. You've talked about how it's not all their fault. You've acknowledged how you contribute and how it's tapping into things from your past. And if you don't start there, that's what your partner will do when they defend themselves. They'll talk about how they've gotten better. They'll talk about how it's not all their fault. And they'll talk about how it's actually your fault. But since you've already done those steps for them, they don't have to go there. It's lowering their defense walls. It's a preemptive move. That's why it's savvy. And that's why it takes emotional intelligence to bring up complaints in this way. Once you've done steps one, two, three, then you go to number four. Number four is where you make the complaint. And this is where you're going to make the complaint like this. Overall, there's a pattern of X, makes me feel Y, and it taps into my core need for Z. So overall, there's a pattern of X, makes me feel Y, and it taps into my core need for Z. Now, when you make that complaint, you can't say the word you, because that's accusatory, and you can't say always or never, because those are generalizations. Those, If you say you, or always and never, it's going to increase defensiveness from your partner. So you got to keep those words out. Keep out you, keep out always, and keep out never. So again, the complaint is, overall, there's a pattern of X, makes me feel Y, taps into my core need for Z. Core needs really vary per person, but some common core needs can be, I need to feel wanted, or I need to feel respected, or I need to feel included, or I need to feel like we're a team, or I need to feel connected. There's so many different core needs, and so it's important to identify what is your core need underneath this resentment, underneath this complaint, because that's really the issue. The issue is the core need. That's what needs to be tended to. So those are your four steps to bringing up a complaint. If you have a resentment toward your partner, 
bring up the Reunite Tool article in the show notes so you can read through it and look through the table at the end. But these are the four steps for the complainer steps. This is the first half of the Reunite Tool. So again, you're gonna highlight their progress, you're gonna talk about their past and their circumstances to give them the benefit of the doubt. Number three, you're gonna talk about your part and your past. And then number four, you're gonna make the complaint by saying overall there's a pattern of X, makes me feel Y, taps into my core need for Z. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars and leave a review. For more resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And be sure to check out the app, Keep the Glow. If you want to improve your relationship, open up lines of communication, download it today and check it out. Remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.